I am so excited to talk about this. Of course, I am doing this because I had an awesome conversation earlier today and it lit my fire to talk about how is parenthood an invitation to feminine wholeness. So the few times I have talked about feminine energy, specifically when women go from maiden to mother energy shift in our life, hopefully we want to shift from maiden to mother energy. When I've talked about that on my Instagram, people, their ears perked and they're like, what is this? I resonate with this. So I'm going to talk about the maiden to mother energy shift, which is not my information. It is from the Instagram handle, the mother spirit on Instagram. But first let's lay down some ground work. I believe we all have feminine and masculine energy within us. We have a yin and a yang. Neither are greater than or better than or less than each other. We need feminine aspects and we need masculine aspects to be fully whole. 90% of the world's violence is done by men. This is, this is truth and this is a stat. So why? Why is 90% of all violence done by men? In my opinion, it is because they are acting from this wounded masculine energy and they have negated and denied their feminine energy. So what is masculine energy and what is feminine energy? Feminine energy is our intuition. It's our inner knowing. There are many definitions, but I'm just going to use my definition. It is our superpower of empathy to be able to put ourselves in someone else's shoes. Masculine energy is protection. It is logic. It is not intuition. So there's an amazing time and a place for logic and there's an amazing time and place for intuition. We need masculine energy and we need feminine energy. But there are two types of energy within feminine and masculine. So within feminine energy, there is the wounded feminine. And then there's the mature feminine. That is the unhealed feminine and the healed feminine. And then obviously in the masculine, there's the wounded masculine and the mature masculine. So 90% of all the violence done in the world by men, they are in their wounded masculine. And what this means is that they're very ego-driven. They're very controlling and forceful. So I'm going to write or describe a list from Tim Morrison on Instagram. He's an amazing awakened man that does very important work for other men on Instagram. He has this list of the wounded masculine and mature masculine, and I'm going to say examples. So a man in his wounded masculine is going to be very dominating and unsupportive versus a mature masculine man is going to be supportive and structured. The wounded man represses his feminine energy and the mature masculine honors the feminine energy. The wounded masculine is ego-driven, but the mature masculine is purpose-driven. Do you see these differences? The wounded masculine is critical and judgmental. The mature masculine is secure in himself and non-judgmental. A man that is in wounded masculine is going to be out in the world trying to prove himself. But a mature masculine holds space and is in deep integrity. So now let's talk about 
the feminine energy, the wounded and the mature. The wounded feminine seeks validation. They are in victim energy. They seek attention. They are not worthy. They want rescuing. Versus the mature feminine is guided by love. They're surrendered. They flow. They trust. They're authentic. They're intuitive. And they're vulnerable. So when we are operating out of this wounded feminine or wounded masculine, this is how we go out into the world and we hurt people. Or we hurt ourselves. Because if we're in a wounded feminine energy state where we have Un, we have not healed any of our past baggage. We are going out into the world saying, validate me, validate me because I don't validate myself and I don't feel worthy myself. So I go, go out into the world and I seek that worthiness and validation through men, typically through men, through the wounded masculine, which then projects back to us that when they are in their ego and they're in their wounded masculine, they do not respect the feminine. They do not honor the feminine. They repress and they deny the feminine. Then we get stuck in this wounded cycle where the wounded feminine is saying, validate me, validate me. Tell me I'm worthy. Show me I am worthy, that I am enough. But the wounded masculine doesn't honor the feminine. And this is a toxic cycle. A very important aspect of everything I'm going to talk about is that the truth is, is that our society does not honor the feminine to the level of the masculine. So we see this in so many areas, okay? For example, parenthood. Why is it that moms can do far more and far greater than what is asked of them, yet they are never enough, they are always criticized, they can never do it right, yet the man, the dad, can do the least required in his fatherhood and be regarded as the best dad ever. A dad babysitting his own kids is the greatest dad ever, yet the mom can be home with her kids every day and it's not enough. This is the culture we live in. The simple fact that mom shaming is a thing and dad shaming is not demonstrates this fully. And yes, moms are shaming other moms. It is the feminine doing it to the feminine, but it's because we are all raised in this culture, in this society that has the conditioning that the feminine will never measure up to the masculine. We all get this programming. So I have judgments about moms, I do. I have more judgments about moms and when I see a dad being a dad, like, you know, oh my gosh, babysitting his own kids or cooking and cleaning for dinner, I'm like, oh my gosh, what a, what a good dad. It is in me because this is the programmed, conditioned brain within me. But that does not mean I believe that. It is just proof that I am programmed and I am conditioned. All of us women have seen men being a dad and doing the bare minimum, and we melt. Yet moms go above and beyond what is asked of them, and it is not enough. This is a very simple demonstration and a very powerful demonstration to show you how our society does not honor the feminine to the extent of the masculine. Most of our culture views a man 
that has a few gay tendencies, which is feminine, feminine tendencies. They view men with gay tendencies or feminine tendencies as less than, less than and weak. You are not regarded as an alpha male simply because you are demonstrating some feminine aspects. To like feminine things like a man loving Botox, that is one of the worst things for a man. A man that is emotional. Yes, as wives, we like when our men are a little emotional. But when we watch another man that is not our husband be emotional, There's this programming inside of us that's kind of like, suck it up. Because that is our conditioning. This is the society we live in. On the contrary, it's very safe for a female to display masculine male tendencies. For example, a girl that's a tomboy. That's so acceptable. So acceptable. As a woman, we don't look at as a tomboy as less than. But if there is a lineup of men and there is some highly masculine men and then some men that have some female tendencies those men are looked down upon and regarded as weak i am kind of ranty right now and it's just because i'm just trying to spell out how our society is and i think a lot of people there is there is some people who are so resistant to this message and to me it's so clear like how Mothers are just constantly criticized and the man, the the dad can do so little and be the best dad ever. To me, everyone sees that and understands that. Well, to me, that is the best example of how a woman is never enough and never good enough and a man is. Another example is the obvious one in rape culture where almost everything is blamed on to the woman. Was she drinking? What was she wearing? Oh, she didn't yell. She just froze. Well, then maybe she wanted it or she didn't resist enough. She didn't resist enough. She drank too much. When the blame is consistently on the woman, to me, it is a huge neon sign that the feminine is not honored and respected. I just saw something on Instagram the other day saying, oh, why do we criticize women so harshly about sleeping their way up to the top, you know, to get promotions, sleeping their way up to the top. Yet the men who only promote the women that will sleep with them, they don't get criticized. I think that's another amazing example. So now you guys can understand why men deny this feminine aspect of themselves, their inner voice, their intuition, their empathy. They deny it because society judges them as weak if they display feminine tendencies. So they have been suppressing and denying their feminine energy their whole lives. This is why 90% of all violence in the world is done by men, in my opinion. And this is why suicide rates of men are astronomically higher than women. Men are hurting and they cannot call forth that feminine energy within them to save them because then they will be regarded as a less than male, a weak male, not an alpha male. So the conversation I was having today that woke this up in me to talk about it today 
is the mom was telling me that every time her baby cried, she wanted to go and comfort the baby because when your baby cries, it makes you sad and you, your instinct, your intuition says, oh, let me comfort you. And you have empathy for this little baby that's crying. And she said, yeah, my husband has no empathy, doesn't flinch when the baby cries and says that the baby is manipulating me. And in all caps, I respond to her. I said, it is because he has repressed his feminine energy for so long. He has shut off his emotional feeling, intuitive body, his empathy. He has shut off his empathy for his whole life. So a lot of dads don't even feel it towards their own children. Yeah, this is not black and white, not all dads, okay? But this is a common theme. I hear this from moms all the time. The dads have less empathy and the moms coddle the babies, which I don't even believe in coddling, okay? You're just responding, you're responding to their emotional cues, which is what a parent does. And a woman that is in her feminine wholeness is so in tune with that empathy, with that love, And a man isn't because he has repressed it for so long. He has shut it off. He doesn't even know how to tap into it. But when he does tap into it, when your husband or the father of your children taps in to that nurturing side, I call this porn for women. This is when women melt. When a man is displaying that nurturing, empathetic side of him to children oh there is nothing better there is nothing better we are watching a man bring in his feminine energy and we love it we love it so for males parenthood gives them an invitation to bring their feminine energy forward the part of them that they have denied for the for their whole lives it's an invitation for them to get in touch with their empathy. So then if they learn that with their little babies and their their children, then they can go out into the world and display it for strangers, for people that aren't their children. I fully believe in our culture, parenthood is highly masculinized. So it's all about logic and the more you know. It's about schedules and regiment and control. That is highly masculinized. And then the minute there's a mother that uses her intuition to breastfeed on demand, co-sleep, her intuition says, no, I am not injecting my baby with these toxins, these vaccines. She is criticized. When she starts honoring what she wants to do instead of what the educational parenting books say, she is criticized. This is how parenthood is highly masculinized in this culture, especially the birthing process. Because when a woman wants to honor her inner knowing and her intuition and trust in the power of her body and have a free birth or have a birth at home or doesn't want medical intervention or doesn't want the logic of, you know, medical intervention, she is criticized. She is not put on a pedestal. She is criticized for honoring what she knows is right for herself and her birth and her baby. This also brings up a really good point that when a woman chooses to have a birth in her home 
or have a C-section, whatever she chooses, there is a herd of people that are not okay with her decisions because whatever she chooses is not good enough. So for a woman to find her feminine wholeness in parenthood, it means moving from the highly masculinized, logical parenthood world and into your inner knowing, your inner mother that knows what is best for your child. That is the feminine energy that is waiting for your invitation. Because the minute you start trusting in yourself and your inner knowing, that is when anxiety falls away. That is when peace rushes in. Accepting the invitation of the whole feminine energy is being initiated from your maiden energy to your mother energy. You are moving into a wise woman. You are no longer the wounded maiden that needs saving. You are saving yourself. So every female is in maiden energy earlier in our lives. And then ideally, we shift into mother energy later in our life with or without a child. You do not need a child to move into mother energy. A woman that has anchored in her mother energy, which is the mature feminine, the wise woman, she advocates for herself and others. In maiden, a woman cannot advocate for herself. In maiden, she asks for permission. But in mother, she follows her intuition. In maiden, she seeks external validation and advice. In mother, she knows who she is and she does not ask for permission. In maiden, she reacts. In mother, she responds. Wounded maiden was created from our wounded masculine society that teaches us that women are fragile and helpless. But once a woman steps into her mother energy, she embodies her powerful creative life force energy, her soul. Maidens just want to please others and be liked. But a mother is in her power. She is mighty and she is sacred. Women that become physical mothers but are very, very unhappy or perhaps very depressed and they feel out of sorts, they don't feel like themselves, they are struggling really deeply. Oftentimes these women are a physical mother, but they are operating in maiden. They haven't anchored in their intuition, their inner knowing. So they're in maiden energy, being a physical mother, trying to find validation that she's a good mother or seeking information saying, is this the right way to do this with my child? Is this okay? Is this okay? She's seeking validation of her mothering skills. She is in maiden. I've seen many times a woman who has maybe just one child, you know, struggling a lot because it's her first, first time experience, of course, but also she could be operating in maiden energy still. But by the time she has maybe three or four kids, she is not in maiden anymore. She has anchored in that mother energy. She is a mama bear. She knows what to do. She moves the tides. A maiden 
lets the tide move her. A mother, she moves the tides. A mother with many children typically has gone through the initiation process of the mother energy because at that point she trusts herself. When you have three kids, you're not going to the doctor or to Google to Google everything. You trust yourself. You honor your intuition and your inner knowing. You are your own guru. That is mother energy. Another huge initiation moment for women is the birth process. Because the powerful feminine intuition has completely been stripped out of the Western medical birthing paradigm. How did the most natural primal process of life become a medical procedure? That is decided upon by a man, basically. The birthing process has basically been put into the hands of other people than the mother herself. Pregnancy, labor, birth, it's an initiation into mother energy. It's an opportunity for a female to rebirth herself, leaning into her power, her intuition, and her strength. A lot of that information was a write-up I did last year about the maiden to mother energy shift. A lot of it is from the Mother Spirit Instagram. I can't remember how much I changed or is it verbatim of her words? I don't know, but I have to give credit to her because she is the goat of this information. If you want to go to her, go to the Mother Spirit on Instagram. The other person that opened my eyes to this information is Dr. Kelly Brogan. She has a few different podcast episodes where she's a guest on Apple Podcasts, and she talks about how her first birth was her initiation into intuition. It was her like spiritual awakening into feminine wholeness. She talks about how birth is an invite from your inner wisdom of fully trusting your body, your intuition to the greatest level because then it is setting you up for parenthood to begin to show you how to trust your inner voice in regards to your child. Masculine energy, which is logic, has its place because you need to know the logic of how to do CPR on your child. There is a time and a place. But a lot of suffering happens for parents when they are trying to operate fully in masculine energy with their child, where they are trying to apply a one-size-fits-all sleep training regimen for their child. It is not individualized. Every child is different. Every child has different temperaments, personalities. Every home is different. Every, every parent's energy is different. And then it interacts with a child. Every child and parent situation is different. There is no one-size-fits-all. It seems like a lot of suffering happens with too much of this masculine logical energy being used in parenting when parenting is a job for the feminine intuition. When you know your child and you know what's best for them or you know what you need as a mother. It's when you no longer need to Google what to do and you know what to do. That is feminine wholeness. And that is the invitation from parenthood. And a lot of people, they don't get it on the first child, but then they do with the second child. 
because you see the relaxation that happens with parents. Not all parents. Some get even more strung out. But this is the reason why after second kid and the third kid, your standards get less and less. But it's also because you know what to do. You no longer need to seek permission or validation from outside sources like your doctor or Google or your friends because you trust your inner voice. Anchoring that feminine energy of intuition is the beginning of the relaxation of parenthood. This is how it was designed to be. Parenthood is an invite into feminine energy and with feminine energy, you start flowing and you trust and you surrender. You can see when a woman starts trusting herself. You can see when a woman stops seeking permission and validation because she starts owning her power. She starts radiating this confidence that she is gaining from nowhere but the inside. And this looks different for everyone. I feel like I have been anchoring in my mother energy without a child. And some people, their children are 50 years old and they have never entered mother energy. It is free will. But I feel like the most classic journey is you become aware of the invite with the first child and then you really start anchoring it after a few years and then maybe the second child. And then by the third or the fourth kid, if you have that many kids, You are a woman in her mature feminine, which means you are a wise woman. You no longer need validation. You no longer need to please people. It has all gone out the window. You advocate for yourself, for your kids, and for all the other kids in the world. You move the tides. They don't move you. I was going to end it there because that was a good ending. But after replaying it back and listening to it, I feel like I just have to say a PSA that if you are a woman and you are a mother, a physical mother, and you need that external validation and permission from Google, your doctor, that's okay. Like, I don't want this podcast to make you feel guilty or shameful for where you're at because we are all where we're supposed to be right now. There's a purpose in every step. If you no longer want to be in Maiden, now you are aware of all the ways that the Maiden seeks validation and seeks to please people. Now you're aware. Don't be guilty. Don't don't shame yourself. Now you know. You didn't know. Now you know. And if you don't want to change, that's fine. I am simply saying a path that is available to you if it's something your heart is calling for. I feel like all the information I share is just planting seeds to whoever is ready to water that seed. And some people never want to, and that's okay. And again, the maiden energy is critical in our journey. We all have maiden energy in our early 20s, in our 20s, that's maiden energy. It is a crucial part of our journey. We need the maiden energy. But for a lot of women, we stop wanting the maiden energy 
when you become a physical mother and it no longer feels good to constantly need permission and validation on if you're mothering right or if you're choosing the right thing for your child. That starts becoming really heavy and it seems like a natural progression to want an easier, more relaxing route, which is what the mother energy is. All of our journeys are different. There is no right or wrong. We each have our own unique journey, our own path of when we go from maiden to mother energy. If we ever do, every path is different. There is no wrong or right. I just need to emphasize that because I don't want anyone to feel guilty or ashamed of where they're at right now or how they have been in the past. Everything Every step along the journey serves us in some way for our greatest evolution.